Let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Hey, bet I be there pronto. We back. We this back. We live too. Wow, oh, live than a mother. A little too live. Let me calm down. Uh, <laughs> nah, but this is the Chop Up Show. I am Damo. The political plug. I know y'all miss me. I didn't miss a few. I, I didn't miss a few great shows. I'm I'm kind of salty. You feel me? Um, we had our indigenous peoples in here holding it down while I was gone. You feel me? Other great conversations taking place. But I'm back. And who am I here with? Y'all already know. Hey, it's your girl Toya G. Happy to be back with y'all. It is a beautiful uh, Monday in August. You know we pushing through making things happen. Um, a lot of plot twists going on around us this week. We're going to get into a whole lot of those. I mean, these is collective plot twists. I'm talking about as a people. Um, it's we. It's interesting. Um, but we're happy to have y'all with us. I'm happy to see y'all again. I'm happy to be back on the live with Lee. With the plug, I'm feeling good. It's just good to be with y'all. What hey, up? Man. Y'all know, it's education, it's elevation. It's your boy, George Lee, a.k.a. Conscious Lee. Don't forget the Lee. Hey, y'all get over there to georgeleespeaks.com. We got some great things coming your way. Also, starting September 1st on Wednesday, we got Conscious Conversations exclusively on YouTube. Conscious Conversations, y'all stay tuned for that because uh, the boy Lee is having conversations with a lot of people across social media. So if you want to catch some of that dialogue, make sure y'all subscribe to the Conscious Lee on YouTube as well as the Chop Up Show everywhere else. Y'all know how it go. Now, introductions out the way, right? Glad to see some of my favorite people again. You feel me? We back ready to get it started. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into this dialogue. Toya, let's get it cracking with the Snapchat. All right, y'all. So uh, we know, and I'm on Instagram right now. Y'all say what's up to the Instagram fan. We're trying to get the people from the IG page. If y'all not following right now, Come make through. sure y'all go follow the Chop Up Show at the Chop Up Show. But we, this is a live in you right there that's watching. Come on. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Here. As a matter of fact, I'm getting off. Chop up, uh, the chop up show, Facebook, YouTube, figure it out. Come follow us right now. Let's go. Come on. Um, the Snapchat, the snap chop, the snap chop of the day. <laughs> uh, the season is back to school season. Um, if you are not back to school already, you're probably on the way, or you know somebody on the way. Uh, you got some people having a lot of first, first time back at 18 months, first time going to kindergarten, the preschool, the, uh, uh, what they're doing, the, the, the sixth grade, somebody going to high school, people going to college for the first time. Um, and that might just be you. So I want to know from y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like what is, what makes this time of the year special, especially since we're not really students no more. Talk to me in the comments. If you are a, are a student, how you feeling about this time of the year? And for us who are educators, who are not even students anymore, what makes this time of the year special for y'all? Well, like for, for me, now that I got kids, you feel me? When my daughter about to be starting school, it's special because my daughter about to be going to school. Finally, you know what I'm saying? She actually say finally because it seemed like it's like, damn, she's about to go to school. So it's kind of crazy a little bit. But I yeah. think that even before I had kids, just seeing on social media, seeing everybody having the excitement of getting organization and structure back. Okay. Organizational structure, getting some, some backbone to the system. Got a little baby going to the classroom and we know them young kids need it. You know what I'm saying? That stimulation. That's been the big back and forth is as wild as people been like, should we send kids back? Should we do whatever? A lot of people say the, the cost of what these kids are missing, everything from education to those experiences, those interactions with people their age, their peers. 
it's not worth it. So plug, what's up with you? How you feel? Uh, well, you know my my baby boy, he only eight months. Um, should we tea? He only, you know, he's still we we got some ways. Um, but <laughs> uh, but you know, it, I I love seeing the um the back to school fits. I love to see the kids excited. I remember those more. Well, we was before social media, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. our parents didn't take pictures of us before a class, you know, before our first day of school. We we didn't have a luxury, you know what I'm saying, of, of dealing with you know having that. But um I, I think it's I think it's 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 extreme. I think it's cute. Like seeing the especially the first timers, the kindergartners. Yeah, so cool, man. I might have had me a couple of first day MySpace pictures, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, nah, nah, I still didn't do the first day, but um <laughs> But the one thing that's on my mind that that just that you know just can't escape is just the uh, one of the precautions, right? Because as, as excited as we are to send kids back to school, we are still dealing on we're dealing with the back end of a pandemic. Um, and what I mean by the back end is the end of it, to where it'll be like people still dying, people still going to the hospital, but fuck it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we got to still do whatever, yeah. You know I mean, but yeah. even. But uh, outside of the COVID conversation, because uh, that that does, you know, uh, uh, like how they go up that. Right, right, right. But outside of that, um, it does bring me back to laying out the first day of school outfit, being excited about meeting your, uh, your, you know, your teacher when yeah. you was going when you go into a new grade, like that excitement of being a sixth grader, being a freshman in high school, being a freshman in college. It, you know, nothing beats that. You know what I'm saying? I think those yeah. were. Uh, it was like that type of as an adult, you don't get that excitement. You know what I'm saying? Like like you used to that that anticipation of being like, man, who gonna be in my class? That's now it's like first I got a new job. Yeah, nigga, I, Monday I'll be in there. Yeah. I'll be there Monday. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I, I love to see it, man. It, it it taking me back. Definitely, I know. For me, it makes me feel old. You know, like you said, seeing everybody pictures is also seeing a whole bunch of pictures a little cheering that you remember being babies and ain't babies no more. So you just like how. You know, I feel like, like yo, like is he going to school? <laughs> yeah, what? like this is wild. I, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And definitely with the fits, even some people in the comments like Red Little Pinky Promise Life said laying out clothes uh right before the first day, making sure that first day fit was crispy in the mug. We don't know what's it gonna happen to be. after that it first week or so. Ain't no telling what's finna happen to the drove. We don't know what's going on with you. But if if anything, that them first that first day or two, days one through three, one through four, you were stepping at least a little bit, trying to show people yeah. what was good. Um, June also agreed. Definitely, you know what I'm saying. Like it's, it's super important. Um, in terms of just being fresh, I know I'm excited. I'm always as a as a teacher. I'm gonna take that perspective. Always excited to see my new students. Always, you know, I'm ready to go ahead and get it over with. Rip the bandaid off. I need to learn these new names. I need to figure out what y'all talking about. What y'all doing? For me, interestingly enough, and I haven't really told a lot of people this. Uh, but I have been fortunate enough to get the opportunity to teach from home again this semester. And so even, you know, bridging the gap and doing that, I've kind of mastered that situation at this point. And I was really anxious about having to go back in person. So I'm actually pretty surprised and very excited that I don't have to do that part and that I can benefit from just kind of rolling with, you know, my folks through screen and just making it work like that. I don't necessarily prefer it, but I'm going to be honest and I'm going to use this as a, as a gateway and a bridge to the next part of the conversation I feel like I'm just getting a head start. I feel lucky and fortunate, but in some ways, I kind of feel like I'm getting a head start to what the inevitable future is for a lot of students and kids, which is, and teachers, because they finna have their asses at home. 
Um, but it's a lot of back and forth about that. So what y'all think? People in the comments, talk to me. How y'all feeling about the likelihood? Because everybody buzzing and ready to get back to regular action. But we got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, what's y'all what's y'all vibe on that? I think it depends uh, on what shout out. you in. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think right. it depends on what state you in and how it's going to go down. I know a lot of states that was hell bent on making sure Trump back was uh, reelected. They already drew a line in the sand and already said they, not, they, ain't, they ain't with the political, political shenanigans and forget all that COVID propaganda, quote unquote, is what they said. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I think that people are like Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Places like that, you feel me? Uh, the Carolinas, maybe even, you know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, you know? Yeah. Everybody well, no, I mean, doing their own thing. To the Omega vi- variant, they still gonna be like, we don't give a damn. We're gonna, my choice, my body, my, my well, mask. And, and, that's the, and that's the funny thing about that, right? Because I think uniquely, one of the, like one, one uh, let's say governor, for example, that's been very outspoken about kids going back to school and not mandating masks is the uh, Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis has been very vocal about not enforcing uh, mask mandates uh, as a part of not getting caught up in, the, like George said, the politicized propaganda of, uh, of COVID. However, yeah. what Ron DeSantis would not share with the people is that his children go to private schools. And those private schools have a mask mandate. So while somebody like Ron DeSantis is telling other students that are, are other uh, uh, educational institutions that they don't have to mandate masks, Ron DeSantis' own kids are going to school where masks are mandated. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that should tell you for real, for real, what's happening here. I mean, what but these see? are also the same leaders, by the way. I just want to throw in there that are vaccinated that also tell people not to get vaccines and shit like that. So let's not yeah. forget about the hey, they want to also throw in that same state that Sanchez said was like, well, we're gonna let we're gonna let the parents control what they what they do with their kids. Right now, as we speak, there has been two black kids that have been medically legally abducted. You feel me? Kidnapped from their parents, you know what I'm saying. Like uh 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 it's uh I can't think of the county name or whatever. Uh, you can go to I think Jolly Jolly I think I seen it on Jolly Ginger's Instagram page and a few other people's Instagram page. You feel me? I ain't, why I ain't posted about it because I ain't trying to post right now. But when I do get the posting, I definitely gonna be hearing about this story in in, in Florida. That we'll, we'll talk about your hiatus. We'll talk about your hiatus a little bit more. Oh, but now, yeah. get, but right now, though, just getting into the contradiction of this Santis dude. Him talking about masks and saying that parents have the ability to control what their kids do, but then also, you know what I'm saying, sanctioning these two kids, black kids being abducted. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like because feel like the kid if like the parents is 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 being, you know, uh neglectful towards the kids, you know what I'm saying? Cause cause one uh, kid, yeah, that's what Jessica yeah, that's what Jessica yeah. uh, Eschen is, talk, is talking about yeah. as well. Saisha, Saisha McCauley. Saisha reached out to me on Instagram. You feel me? Shout mm-hmm. out to, you know what I'm saying, Saisha. Saisha reached out to me on Instagram and asked me, you feel me, to, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So, with everyone, I, it's on, you know what I'm saying, it's coming definitely. But So, yeah, we're going we gonna to have that conversation. I do want to point to Ethereal Beauty's comment. She said, kids will be okay, in her opinion, because that is the homie of the show. Uh, according to studies from the CDC and FDA themselves, children are least likely to get sick. Hopefully they keep their cleanliness up to par. Now I, I don't think it's just a question of like kids, like whether or not it's getting sick, but more so the uh, like the virus being spread. Be, you know what I'm saying? Kids that because they their body may not be impacted by it as much. But yeah, go ahead. Tony. You said like I mean, <laughs> I mean yes and no, right? Because I've also been hearing that hearing that that is the 
uh, uh, kind of the vitality of this particular strain is that it bears no uh, uh, holds no punches, right? Holds no blows when it comes to age. And so a lot more kids are being hospitalized than ever before. A lot more kids are being ventilated than ever before. Now, we might look at these percentiles and say, oh, well, because I think it was only 0.9% of children or something like that that I heard from this NPR report that have been hospitalized. But that is still a gross increase from what we saw through the, the, the alpha variant. So when we see an uptick, that ought to be ranked reason for concern on top of the fact that they are little small microcarriers now at first it was like all oh, their respiratory systems ain't responsive to it and whatever whatever now they're taking it back to the crib they're taking it back to their family members they're taking it back to little three-year-olds and five-year-olds and seven-year-olds who can't get vaccinated and that is the tricky part is the carrying capacity of small little bodies now to go do some real damage to the people around them and so it's it's tricky it's tricky and, and and I think at the same time, it's about just being, you know, it's, it's about paying attention to the precautions. Because I feel like, you know, like I said, when, when you look at the way that these conversations are being politicized in terms of students, schools, in terms of health, safety and all of these things. Yeah. These leaders that are politicizing these conversations are actually taking the necessary precautions. Right. Like, so the questions of mass and they're vaccinated, though. Right. Like, like I said, Ron DeSantis is saying, well, the parents should control. But. The school that your kids go to is a mask mandated school. We don't hear you criticize. You, you ain't pull your kids out of that school, though, exactly. even though it's a mask mandate, because you, you didn't feel like as a parent, your rights were taken away from you to protect your child simply because there's a mask mandate. So the way that the conversation takes place is extremely, extremely disrespectful and dismissive of the health concerns of parents specifically in Florida, but in other places like Oklahoma, right? Like Texas, where, and I was just in Texas. Coming from California to Texas, there was a, every time I got out the car, I'm patting like, yo, where's my mask? You feel me? But having to realize like, they're not tripping. They don't you know care. What I mean? you, 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 you they don't care. Around the pond wearing a mask in Texas. And look, and what's crazier is that in Texas, not only are they dealing with shit like COVID, but they got a whole hand, foot, mouth of a uh, disease outbreak going on in Texas. Like a, uh, 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 like my uh, my son came back. I went to my brother's wedding over the weekend. My son came back with hand, foot, mouth disease because he was around his his cousins in Texas. They was playing at playgrounds in Texas, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So so when it comes to the convers, like when it comes to the conversations that take place when we take. Uh, safety, uh, uh, general, like public health and safety, and we politicize it. We end up putting, not, not I, I'm we, I ain't about to put myself with them. These yeah. politicians <laughs> end up, <laughs> these politicians end up, these politicians end up putting their own constituents in, in, in danger. Agreed. Right? Like, and that's the problem. You feel me? So as much as, as, as much as I'm excited to see kids go back to school, it's more so of a, I'm, I'm literally sitting back. Okay, today is okay. Let's see how long it's going to take before schools are shut down completely because they got out. I mean, they're already starting. There are so many classrooms. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who works in the New York City public school system, um, and he has already articulated the fact that uh, I think 900 students through five teachers plus three more that they came in contact with, like crazy numbers of people have already been dismissed. 
from class for 14 days. How was that sustainable if every time somebody come back with a positive test or if some, some symptoms or something like that, you just send people home or y'all cancel class and everybody who they've been in contact with. Even my own, own university system is like, and this is where I don't, I'm not even comfortable with what they got going on where I work. Cause they like, Oh, well, if a student tells you that they have COVID send them to this link and tell them to send it. And, and, and this is going to send them to a department that's going to verify the COVID information. And then we'll send you information on what to do well, between then. It didn't incubate it. It didn't crawl and crept and shook hands with everybody. It's in your nasal cavity. And we got to wait for you to verify it and make sure they ain't lying about it. And, it, and I'm just sitting here like, I'm so grateful and I don't want to sit and harp on that, but man, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have time for none of that action. Do you hear me? Hey, on top in my state, they made it illegal for you to mandate masks, for you to make people make masks. It's illegal. Like literally, he made it illegal. And it's mandatory in this. I mean, it's not mandatory in, in the county, it's but it's mandatory at my school. If you come in the building, we don't care about your status. We're not going to ask. It's not our business. Put a mask on. Oh, yeah. But I'm also grateful because I am in the county of Orange. Let's be honest about it. Y'all heard about them a lot in the news over the past 18 months, haven't you? So, because Orange, I, explain explain what makes that unique. What is different about Orange County and the rest oh, of uh, Southern California? Pepper, Orange County is the pepper and the salt, salt shaker. Good way. It is <laughs> the one, the speck of conservativism. Um, or one of a few that's going to ring loud and proud every single time. Huntington Beach is right down the road. Um, a lot of those places where you saw people fussing and fighting. It. I mean, I'm talking about punching through George Floyd, through masks, through vaccine, through pick a thing. And they down there squabbling over it. So um, that is where it is. And a lot of their young people, a lot of their children, a lot of those same people come and are students at the university that I'm employed by. And so it becomes interesting because I'm grateful. I don't have to be one of those teachers because they're just like, we do, I, I have to read the FAQ. They said they're going to upgrade or update the FAQ on what to do if a student shows up to your class and refuses to put on a mask. And I think I talked about this in the last episode when I said that, you know, unlike people in a store where, you know, you come into a store with no mask on, niggas and be like, hey, put on a mask. You be like, no, kiss my ass. And they be like, no, you got to put on a mask. And then you leave and then y'all never see each other again in life. If I say, hey, put on a mask and send my suit with this, and you say, no, that's against my rights, but I pay my money for this class. If you decide you're going to walk your ass in here with no mask on, what do we do for the next 16 weeks, the next 14 weeks, the next eight? Like, what do we do? Are yeah. we going to like, do I like? And so I'm interested to read said FAQ. It's no longer pertaining to my, me and my personal job, but I'm interested to see. Is this I, real? In Texas, yeah. you don't even yes. have to notify parents of cases so if your child has been exposed at school this year. So real. Carisha, get it together, Texas. That's you, George. That's your people. Man, let me let me show people. You in the classroom, making where you ain't got to teach about certain things no more. Making where you ain't really just said fuck them kids. Literally, you went from no child left behind to fuck them kids. Every child, and even no, and even no child left behind was like fuck them kids. <laughs> you know, so that's it. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I mean, because it it and it, it, it kind of really speaks to where we are, like in as a society. I think the culture war, the, the culture war has mutated like the Delta variant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now that we at the place where Fox News is saying that the the fact that you have people politicizing wearing a mask is ridiculous. Fox News is saying this. Fox News is saying this. Think about that, right? The most con- they they don't rock with nothing that's man that's liberally mainstream or mandated, right? So for them to be like, you got uh, different programs that are you see them fighting 
like on air about vaccinations, about masks, about all these different things. So when we have any, like when we're looking at how these conversations are taking place, what we are seeing is how this in the, the culture war itself is so. It, it's it's really white people that's doing it. Mm-hmm. You feel know I me? Mean? Like it's it's white people finding ways to victimize themselves. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I brought it here. I, re- I really am sorry that I brought it here, but goddamn it, white people. Uh, and I see Carol in the chat, Miss Green. I apologize for cursing, but <laughs> but but uh, but they literally have found another way to because they tried to go with the well, if you call people racist, that's racist way of victimizing themselves, right? But that that ain't work. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not what it is. So then they go to now forcing us to wear masks and advocating for vaccinations. That's the new culture war. When yeah. you you yourself, random white conservative, is you're already vaccinated. You wouldn't have graduated high school if you weren't vaccinated. Random white conservative child, you wouldn't have been in school if you already weren't vaccinated. I don't understand how people aren't pushing back against polio vaccines measles vaccine well i guess people are people are pushing back against the measles vaccines hepatitis hepatitis they're already like key mandated vaccines in order to participate in certain public activities like school is it is it i'm I'm, I'm gonna let myself look down i ain't gonna ask the question (laughs) (laughs) oh hey ain't no dumb question well i ain't gonna say that i was about to say ain't no dumb questions on the chop up but yes it is <laughs> to answer uh, a question, one of the many questions that y'all blowing up the chat, we definitely appreciate that. I am vaccinated proudly. Uh, everybody on this show, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Uh, has been chipped up. Yeah, you know, I'm vaccinated. And we ready to do it. I was to kick talking to Bill Gates and shit. I'm still waiting yeah. for Bill Gates power. So, yeah, and look, I would say, I would say I took the mark of the beast, but that shit was on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't <laughs> be saying, how y'all saying it's the mark? What did the Bible say? The Bible said the mark of the beast to be on your, on your hand, on the front of your hand, on your forehead. I didn't take no shots in my forehead. I didn't take no shots in my hand. All of that shit was where I got my smallpox, measles, polio, all the other vaccines. You know what I'm saying? Was it was right here? Say maybe, maybe I feel like I feel like I feel like you know what I'm saying. I was born in the '90s. I was born, you know what I'm saying, late '80s. They were called immunization cards growing up. Immunization cards, immunization cards. <laughs> yeah, like, you feel me? Immunization cards. Yeah, <laughs> but you had it though. Stop playing them games. Like you, absolutely you, you had it. Shout out to Kill Green with a spicy comment. They started the mask wearing. Remember the KKK? Oh, nah. my goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> so we getting real out here. Oh, my goodness gracious. Shout out to, Shout out to my mama. I agree. Real quick, though. And here's where it's going to get sober and real quick because this is supposed to be a snapshot, uh, snap chop, and we're about to transition out. Here's what I want to think about. Uh, students being back in classrooms as good as it is, as positive as it is, and I'm telling y'all this is about to get real sobering, and I hate to say it, but this is something I was thinking about driving in the car, has a lot of benefits. You know what I'm saying? We understand that they need to be back in those environments, but it's a second pandemic. We don't talk about that happening in schools, or that happens in schools more often than we like to admit to, and that is literally, uh, I think, likely, and I'm, I hate to see it happening, but I'm going to call it now. We send these kids back to school. You know how these guns is moving around. So um, things to think about. You know what I'm saying? Things that amongst many things students have to navigate. 
you know what I'm saying? The pandemic, a lot of anxieties, a lot of issues, but I also am concerned because we saw those numbers go down, decrease drastically mm-hmm. because we didn't have things like schools in session. But we don't have those conversations. We don't think about what's in the best interest of students. We politicize everything, right? And we don't have the conversations we need to. And so that's kind of what I want to get to um, and, and ultimately talking about getting back to school. Plug, you about to say something? Uh, the, I'm, I'm my... Everything started to mess up when I seen uh, Ms. Carroll's comment. That was a bar. <laughs> a that bit. was a bar. Uh, so I definitely want to give her her props. But at the same time, shooting, shooting you, know, you know, at, at the same time, as and as much as, you know, I'm when it comes to the vaccination conversation, I think whenever whenever we start to uh, whenever we put a focus on being uh, what's the counter hegemonic, you think that's a good phrase to use to describe so, the approach? Whenever we focus on more so pushing back against the system as opposed to the the purpose and the benefits and the and the, uh, the the legitimate conversation of vaccines, then that's where that's where we lose focus of why we're talking about vaccines in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Like the there was uh, we we have to understand that there have been Ill, illnesses and ailments that have been wiped out due to medical research and advancements. Even though we have more than enough of a reason to distrust pharmaceutical industries, uh, healthcare industries, and the government, there's also ample evidence that points to how breakthroughs and advancements in science and technology have eradicated a lot of the diseases and viruses that plague the generations before us. We cannot allow for the fact that we have been privileged to be able to receive those that that technology and that medicine in a way to where we don't have to deal with the things that they dealt with in the past to then be like we don't need these things. This yeah. is why when when in in times of uh, in times of peace in times of tranquility people get they get stagnant because they think these is how things are supposed to be. But we forget that it that it were crises there were crises that were created and then that were then solved through science and technology. And white people don't have a monopoly over science and technology. technology. Come Let's on and say real. that. It's a word. Let's be real. Hey, hey, hey I'm saying it ain't closing. Wait, wait, Outside I, wait. Of eating, sleeping, and shitting, it's not <laughs> much you want to agree with white supremacists with. Yeah. Once y'all start speaking in and getting into a lot of hysteria and propaganda around critical, I mean, around, I'm gonna say critical race theory, around coronavirus, <laughs> you start to slide into some white supremacist ideas about science and about the, the virus and chips and yeah, all that yeah. shit. Like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to, I want to answer June's question because it's fair. And then honestly, we're gonna transition out. June asked, "What are, what are your thoughts?" What, what are your thoughts about being fully vaccinated and still catching COVID and diet? I feel the same way about that that I feel about wearing seatbelts, wearing condoms, mm. uh, and any other preventative <laughs> measures that people take that don't I'm always childish. work out the you way. Me, I'm childish. Okay. That don't always work out the way that you plan. You do them anyway because you want to reach for the best possible outcome. We knew that these vaccines were 94%, 97%, 98% successful. That leaves what? 6%, 4%, and 2%. I said when I got the vaccine, the reason that the decision I'm making it was one that was selfless. I'm doing it for y'all. I'm willing to charge it to the game to say that I tried to yeah. like not die from COVID and not spread it to other people. The same yeah. way I put on the seatbelt, the same way people wear contraceptives. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just, we shooting the best possible shot. We're going to shoot it. Right. 
Man. But the best possible one. Hey, like, in context, that is, I feel about that. If you still um, catch the coronavirus and you and you're vaccinated, the likeliness of you dying from the coronavirus and being vaccinated is drastically decreased. Drastically. And I know this from people. Not even just hold on, not even just dying though. The medical field. Not even just dying dying right now. They ain't vaccinated. Yeah. The the impact that it leaves, even if you survive, it has less of an impact on your lungs and on your body as if in in terms of if you were just like if you get in in an accident and you you might break an arm or break a leg, but you didn't Mm -hmm. fly through the windshield. Exactly. Right. I mean, that I just the the logic shades out for me. So Timothy Dudley. Yes, I was scared. Dudley. I need more information you are entitled to more information. I took the 20 years of research, 20 plus years of research on the coronavirus originating virus, the mutations that it's gone through and the thousands of researchers and scientists on the job over the last year or some change. And I roll with that. So different strokes for different folks, no matter what, no matter what you decide to do. If you put your mask on, we square. You know what I'm saying? I respect 1000% of the decision to not have proceeded down that path. You know what I'm just saying? Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. If you ain't gonna I get vaccinated, you, just throw that thing on. If it's worth it to you, if somebody worked it to you and you really went, and I don't want to assume nothing about who you engage <laughs> with, but if it's worth it to you, you're going to put that condom on. You're going to go get that. You know what I'm saying? That's for me. I, it was worth it to me to go get back out there in the world. So I, I put me some protection on. That's just me. And shout out to my mama. And I right. got a test on my leg. If y'all got any questions, little curl is on the left leg. Anybody? Little curl. Okay. Little curl. Yeah. But we out of here. I'm done talking about this. Shout out to hey. everybody involved in this conversation. Hey, you know, we still in, in, in our unvex in our unvaccinated folk, we still love y'all. That's period. Y'all. It's yeah. love. It's no smoke. Like yeah. I said, a lot of my decisions was in the direction of her, you know what I'm saying? Immunity. So that if you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to. We had reached a place where people could respect their decisions, but I, I made mine. So it's right. no smoke. I love everybody. Um, we offer this. Let's transition to one of the other topics. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. 